This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on a very, very dreadful Friday night here in week 10, the final week of the regular season, and it is time for a big matchup tonight between your Lexington Minutemen who come in with a 4-5 and five overall record, 3-3 three and three in the OCC, and they will be hosting the Ashland Arrows who come in tonight with an overall record of Five and four, and they are also three and three in the OCC. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, and for his first time as a part of VSBN Radio and FearTheVillage.com, a Lexington uh, alum, a tennis alum, Ryan Mercurio, in the house tonight will join me uh, for what is set up to be just uh, well, I, it just a just a dreadful, awful night. It is currently pouring cats and dogs here at Lexington. And I'm sure you can already hear the wind coming through the press box. It is whipping through here. The rain is blowing in here. And, uh, hey, we haven't had rain, and it's been super, super uh, nice every Friday night so far this fall. Uh, But, unfortunately, we couldn't go 10 for 10 with weather. It it had to catch up to us eventually, and here we are in week 10. It's finally miserable out. And... uh, especially on the natural grass here at Lex, which we talk about every single week, it seems like. Uh, This is setting up to be quite an interesting night, I think. I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of room for passing tonight Uh, because, like I said, not only is it super wet, but it is windy, and that wind is just whipping around. Uh, The flag over there is just uh, straight up. I mean, it is uh, – even the flagpole itself is kind of waving back and forth. So – just a dreadful night to end the season. But the Minutemen and uh, their run game, this should set up well for them as uh, it's pretty much win or go home tonight. If Lexington wants to make the playoffs, they have to win tonight. Although a win does not necessarily guarantee them a spot in the playoffs, it pretty much would uh, would get them in uh, unless a lot of uh, different freak things happened around uh, the region tonight. But if they lose, obviously the Minutemen are out. Uh, win and they are likely in but not a hundred percent and it's very similar to how it set up last year Uh, both of these teams needed a win last year to get into the playoffs Ashland won that game Lexington was up 28 to 7 at halftime ended up losing 42 to 28 and Ashland made it into the playoffs last year and Lexington unfortunately fell out of the playoff picture with the loss last year at Arrow Stadium. So the Minutemen looking for a little bit of revenge tonight. And uh, this, uh, as you've heard me talk about it over the course of the season, this is our fifth year covering the Minutemen, and the Arrows are one of those uh, pesky opponents that we have not seen the Minutemen take down yet in our time doing this. So tonight would be the perfect time for it. And we hope they can do just that. When we come back, I'll give you a quick rundown of what's going on around the conference tonight. A couple of uh, pretty big headlines in the OCC tonight, matchup-wise. And we'll get you the uniforms brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. And we'll get to Ryan's keys to the game tonight for Lexington to get a win and hopefully make it into the playoffs. All that coming up here on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. 
If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name, and get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School, where the Minutemen are about to take the field. And for these seniors, it'll be the final time they take the field. And they are marching down right now out of their locker room, and they're about to run through the tunnel. Back here at Lexington, Corey Durbin, Ryan Mercurio with you. And just quickly here, the Minutemen, I'll list off all the seniors for you. Drayton Berry going for the final time tonight, as well as Carter Newman. And then we go down the list to Carter Wilson. So a couple wide receivers going to be graduating this year. Cooper Tribalbiss, who has been great for the Minutemen over the years. He is a senior as well. And, of course, Mason Green, uh, Minutemen, the Green Boys are finally done after Mason graduates. Uh, so that's kind of a, a sad ending to an era. We were here with Alex and then uh, Corbin, and now Mason will graduate. Uh, heading further down the list here, just a couple more, a couple of linemen. Big, uh, big-time players for the Minutemen this year, Matt Sheets and Aiden Nickel. The Minutemen will definitely miss – Pretty much every senior this year has uh, contributed in a major way, not just uh, limited minutes or a certain small role. I mean, all these guys start, and the Minutemen will certainly miss them moving forward uh, next year. So senior night here at Lexington on top of everything else. Uh, Just a quick look around the OCC tonight. It is going to be the big one over at Arlen Field. Mansfield Senior has a chance to go perfect in the conference and uh, win the conference outright, and they have a chance to do it against their crosstown rival, the Madison Rams. That is going to certainly be a a spectacular matchup over there at Arlen Field. Uh, Mount Vernon heads out to West Holmes tonight. The Yellow Jackets have not had a great season, and uh, West Holmes always plays well out there at Knight Stadium. That's going to be a tough one for Mount Vernon. Uh, and then a couple non-conference games tonight. Worcester is going to host Talawanda. And uh, New Philly playing their crosstown rival, the Dover Tornadoes. So 
There are two non-conference games tonight in the OCC. Uh, just the way the schedule worked out. Um, New Philly and Worcester played the first conference game of the year week three instead of week four. And then they both were able to end the season with a non-conference game. So that's what's going on around the OCC. Quick look at uh, what the teams are wearing tonight, brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. The visiting Ashland Arrows will go with their black helmets, the Ashland Spearhead uh, logo with the A inside of it on either side of the helmet. And then... Uh, so they're going to go with black helmets and their logo on either side. And then the arrows will go all white tonight with black letters and numbers, a little bit of orange trim. Minutemen going to go with the white helmets, the player numbers on the left side, the Minuteman logo on the right side, purple jerseys with gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim. And then they'll go with the white pants tonight with the gold stripe down the side of the pants, a little bit of purple trim there. So the all-white road unis for Ashland, the purple on white for the Minutemen. And before we get kicked off here, we'll go to Ryan for his keys to the game tonight. Ryan. Yeah, Corey, I think the uh, biggest key to tonight's game will be just who can run the ball better. I mean, it's clearly windy, rainy, you know, bad conditions. Doesn't doesn't go well for throwing. So whoever can take control on the ground and run the ball, I think will have the uh, upper hand in this game. Absolutely, and it is uh, – I mean, they were even having trouble catching passes just in warm-ups, throws that weren't even necessarily hard throws to make, just just warm-up throws. Uh, even those were a little bit tougher to catch tonight for the guys down there. Uh, so definitely something to keep an eye on tonight. I think the one benefit to that, though, is the game might go a little bit faster if both teams keep it on the ground because uh, the clock will run and – with this weather, I don't think anybody would object to that. As long as the Minutemen are winning, I don't think any anyone would uh, object to getting out of here a few minutes early tonight just with the weather and how it's shaping up tonight. So the Minutemen will kick off first tonight. They'll kick it north to south or right to left as we see it up here in the second floor of the home press box. And the Ashland Arrows will be back to receive. They'll send two men back at about their five-yard line. And back there to return for the Arrows is going to be Gabe Baith. He's going to be a big part of this offense as well. And then also down there for the Arrows, I can't seem to get a number on the other return man. Try to get you that in just a second. Uh, but Will Perkins, the junior kicker for the Minutemen, will set the ball up on the tee. The left-footed kicker is going to put it on the far hash tonight to start this game at the 40-yard line. And Will is marking off his steps. And we're just about set for football here at Lexington. Tyler Sauter going to be the other return man back there for the Arrows. So here we go. Corey Durbin, Ryan Mercurio, fearthevillage.com. We're underway, and Will Perkins puts a great kick behind this one down to the two, and Baith brings it out, and he's going to run it out to the far sideline to about the 20, and that's where Ashland will start tonight, their first drive of the night. And they will be led out by their quarterback, who we saw last year and apparently has already been offered to go play football at Duke University, uh, the sophomore, Nathan Bernhard. So he will lead out the Arrows. He did start last year for the Arrows as well. So even though he's only a sophomore, definitely experienced. And here we go. Ashland will start this thing at their own 20, moving left to right as we see it. They'll have three wide receivers off to the left, one to, excuse me, two to the right. They'll send one in motion, and they'll hand it off to start the game. And right up the middle 
And spinning out of a tackle for about five yards. That's going to be Caden Spots, who had a pretty big game last year for the Minutemen as, or for the uh, Arrows as well. So Spots kind of picking up where he left off in this matchup last year. And the Arrows have a second and five already at the 25. So they'll send three off to the left, two to the right, that patented Scott Valentine look. He's back as the coach at Ashland. And they'll hand it off again to Spots up the middle, and he's going to just fight through enough there to get the first down, a gain of six. So out to the 31 now, right in the middle of the field. The Arrows pick up their first first down of the night. Not a bad little crowd came over from Ashland tonight. Considering the circumstances, Lex crowd isn't all that horrible as well, but uh, certainly has seen better this year. Bernhard on first down. He's going to run it up the middle on a QB keeper, and that's going to go for about seven down to the 38-yard line. So Ashland has had it first and ten two times tonight, and on first down both times they've been able to pick up decent yardage to set up second and shorts. This one's going to be second and three. Three wide to the left, two to the right. Bernhardson spots in motion again. They'll hand it off to him again, and this time the Minutemen had it for just a second, and he got out of there, and he's going to end up getting the first down, a gain of six. Yeah, to no surprise, they're just keeping it on the ground. And the Minutemen were in there on that one. They had it read nicely, but they just couldn't arm tackle him, and he just fought right through there. Spots, pretty big kid. He is uh, listed as 5'9", 215, so... Definitely a little bowling ball for the Arrows. And they're out with a first and 10 again. There's third uh, first down of the night at the 44, and they'll give it to Spots again. He's going to run it off the right side this time, and he's cut down. He's still going to pick up three, maybe four. Minutemen do a little bit of a better job there to get in there and disrupt that. I mean, on a night like tonight, if Ashland wants to throw the ball, I think you just let them. you got to really dial in on the run and try to stop the run. And if they want to try to throw it and they beat you, I think you got to live that way tonight. Certainly got to dial in on the run. Three wide to the left again, two to the right. It's going to be the same pretty much every time tonight. Spots comes in motion. And Bernhard this time is going to keep it again. And he's going to get to about the 50. They'll give him the 49. And we'll see where they end up marking this after all. They're going to say the Lex 49, so a gain of three. And now a third down for the Minutemen. Be about third and three. Arrows break the huddle. They'll send three to the left again. But Spots always kind of stays right up near Bernhard, close enough to come in motion like he just did and get the carry. And the Minutemen are going to stuff him. No gain. Maybe a yard, and that's going to bring up a fourth down. They'll give him one. Huge stop right there by the Minutemen defense. Much needed. And Ashland literally ran the same play every time. The only difference was... Bernhard would keep it one time, and then the other time he'd hand it off to Spots. 
And eventually the Minutemen got dialed in enough. And now from the 47-yard line, Ashland's going to have to punt this thing away. And they'll send Dakota Crudy out there to punt it away. And he takes a pretty good snap and gets away a nice punt down the left sideline. This is going to go inside the 20, and it'll be down at about the 17-yard line. So that's where the Minutemen will take over for their first drive inside their own 20, down at about the 17. But they get a stop on Ashland early, and they get the football. And we'll see what they can do as sophomore quarterback Joey Caudell brings out the Minutemen offense. A couple of sophomores duking it out tonight at the quarterback spot. A light rain now is falling down here. It's definitely not a hurricane or anything like that. But earlier it was absolutely pouring. Then it stopped for just a little bit. Now it's just kind of a normal rainfall. But the wind is kind of still blowing pretty hard. First and ten minute men in the shotgun. Caudell on the first play. He's going to hand it off to Markel Martin. And Markel's not going to go anywhere. And, in fact, I think they're going to say he lost one. So that'll bring up a second and 11, and you definitely don't want to get behind the chains tonight. As we've mentioned, not going to really be able to throw. Second, well, they did say he got back to the line of scrimmage. They changed it after the fact. Second and 10-minute men at their own 17. Caudell in the shotgun, one wide to each side. He's going to try to throw on second down, and he's going to line it up and lob it down the far sideline and overshoots Braden Fogle incomplete. Third and 10 coming up. So the first pass of the game for either team there, and it's interesting to see the Minutemen take a shot deep. I like that thought, though, you know, maybe catch him off guard there with the throw. Yeah, I mean, clearly Ashland's game plan was to come out and run, so maybe their defense was thinking Lex might try to do the same thing, but Lex takes a shot there on second and ten. And Joey actually got that thing out of there pretty nicely. He ended up actually overshooting Fogel by about five yards. So I don't think throwing the ball is going to be an issue for Joey tonight, at least not based on that one. Third down, they're going to hand off Markel Martin off the left side. He is going to get blown up way behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose four, and it'll bring up a fourth and 14. So now the Minutemen are going to have to try to punt this thing away from their own end zone. Markel Martin standing about a yard inside his own end zone. See if he can get this thing out of there cleanly. And, man, that win, too. Nice snap. And Markel gets a pretty good punt away, and it's going to bounce, and it's actually going to be returned, and it's going to be Gabe Baith, and he's going to bring it over the Minutemen 45 and down to about the 42. But there was. I guess the referee just threw his marker there to indicate. It was actually Tyler Sauter on the return, my mistake. And about a nine-yard return there, and the Arrows playing the field position game early on tonight. They were content to punt on their last drive on a fourth and two, and now you see why they did it. They were able to get a stop and get the ball right back at the Lex 42, so a short field here for the Arrows. They'll have three wide to the right this time, two to the left. Spots is on the right side this time. They're going to throw, and they've got a man out in the left flat, and the Minutemen are going to blow it up, and they're actually going to get him probably for a loss of one there. Gabe Baith out there, 
and the far flat on the left side of the field. And the Minutemen read it nicely. They get him for a loss of one. Yeah, great job by the Minutemen defense there to snuff that screen play out. And they did fake it to spots there. So they ran with him about five straight times on the last drive to set up that play action. Did not work that time. They'll send two to the right this time, three to the left. Bernhardt in the shotgun, second and 11 from the 43. He's going to throw again on second down, and the Minutemen are going to get in there, and they're going to get him. They're going to sack him back at about the 47. Cooper Dreibelbiss in there. Aiden Nickel in there. And they're going to say it was back to the 45, so the first sack of the night for the Minutemen. And a third down and 13. Minutemen defense. After those first couple of first downs on the first drive, they have gotten it dialed in now. Here we go. Third down and 13. Bernhard's going to throw, and it was tipped by Cooper Dreibelbiss. He was trying to get out a little screenplay out there to spots on the left side, and Dreibelbiss came flying up and tipped that thing away incomplete. So early on here, if you're just going by the field position game, Ashland is winning that, but the Minutemen are now going to force their second punt and a little bit of a high snap, and it's out of there. And the Minutemen are going to watch it bounce and roll, and it's actually going to be touched. It would have rolled a little farther, but one of the uh, punt coverage members there touched it a little early, I think, and Minutemen are actually going to get this at the 13, which is generous because had Ashland been able to let that thing roll, I think it was going inside the 10. So the Minutemen will take that, and for the second straight time, they'll start this drive inside their own 20 at their own 13. See if the Minutemen can get some momentum going here and switch this field position. Yeah, that would be big. I mean, the way their defense is playing, you definitely at some point have to get out of your own end. We'll see if they can do that here. They'll start this drive in the pistol with two wide receivers each way. Markel Martin's the back right behind Joey Caudell. He'll send Carter Newman in motion, but Joey's going to keep it off the left side, and he's going to get a couple out to the 15-yard line. That'll be a gain of two, and the first positive play from scrimmage for the Minutemen tonight, and it'll set up a second and eight. First carry for Caudell on the night. We're already down to four minutes to go in the first quarter here. It's second and eight, minute, minute, their own 15. No score. Two wide receivers each way back into the pistol again. Caudell, he's looking over at Seven Allen to send him in motion. And Joey's going to fake a give and keep it again. And up the middle, this time he's going to get about five. That'll set up a third and three. So something that the Minutemen have really liked a lot this year, that QB keeper, the the uh, read option by Joey Caudell. And usually, though, it's a designed keeper. And he has done very well this year on those. Sets up a third and three at their own 20. This is where if he could string together a couple of first downs, I mean, you could take this thing into the second quarter here and at the very least flip the field. 
Third and three in the pistol. Caught Elson's Carter Newman in motion, but he's going to throw. And he's going to throw to the right, and he's got Carter Newman, and it's caught and dropped. Right at the 20. He wouldn't have had the first down anyway. And Carter took a little bit of a hit there. And it'll be incomplete fourth down. So the Minutemen do get one first down. They're only able to get out to about the 20, though. But they do at least give themselves some breathing room. Markel Martin stands at his own six to punt this thing away. Sauter is going to return. He's standing... And about the 48, good snap. Markell's going to get away a decent punt to the near sideline, and it's going to bounce and roll up the sideline. A good punt there for Markell. This is going to roll down to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a 45-yard punt. And it didn't necessarily flip the field all the way, but at least Ashland's going to start this drive back at their own 35. That's a little bit better for the Minutemen here. And again, we're already down to 2.52 to go in the first quarter. So here we go. First play of this drive for the Arrows. This is their third drive of the night. Bernhard's going to keep it up the middle, and he's going to get popped by Mason Green, and Bernhard's going to fall forward. In the end, he is going to end up gaining about three, maybe four. But, man, Mason laid a nice hit down there. They'll give him four. Second and six coming up. Bernhard now with three carries, 14 yards. Caden Spots leading the way for the Arrows. Five carries, 22 yards. It's second and six from the 39. They'll send Spots in motion. They will give it to him this time. He's going to spin off of a tackle and fall forward for a gain of about three. And it'll set up a third and two. Yeah, they really like to put that running back in motion and just hand it up the middle every time. And that's pretty much a Scott Valentine staple. He loves to spread it out but he loves to run it. Loves that five wide empty backfield set. And they do throw quite a bit too out of this, but on a night like tonight, I think they're just kind of shying away from it. Here we go, third and two, Bernhardt. He's going to hand it off. Little jet sweep off the left side and cutting back up the middle and getting the first down out to about the 50. That is going to be Michael Franz. So that was a gain of about seven, I believe. And a first down Ashland out to their own 49. 1.15 to go, first quarter. Here we go, empty backfield again. Bernhard sends spots in motion. They will fake a give to him, and now coming off the left side is Baith, and they're going to have it bottled up. The Minutemen are going to get it for a loss of one. And unfortunately for the Minutemen, they're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage. I think that spot was a little off. Very generous there. Second and ten coming up. Thought he lost one or two. They'll say he didn't lose any. But that time they faked the give to spots, and then they gave it to the second man coming across, and that was Gabe Bate. Second and ten. Arrows at their own 49. 
might be the last play of the quarter. They send spots in motion. They'll give it to him. And the Minutemen cut him down. It was David Biggers getting in there. And that's going to be a no-gainer. Minutemen defense just keeps getting stops. Third and ten. And as I mentioned, they don't have to run another play here. And it looks like they will take this already into the second quarter. So we almost played that quarter in real time. Kicked off 18 minutes ago, and we've played 12 minutes of football. So at the end of one, it is zero to zero here at Lex on a rainy, dreary, just downright awful weather night on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, after one, each team's had the ball. Uh, this will be the Arrows' fourth drive of the night. And Lex has had it three times, or excuse me, I'm off. This is the third drive for the Arrows. Lex has also had it twice, and no score here. Ashland has done a little bit of a better job moving the football so far tonight, but uh, neither team really doing much of anything. I mean, the weather is just so bad. Each team kind of dialing in on the run here. It is third and 10 to start the second quarter. Bernhard sends spots in motion, and they will throw. Bernhard is going to roll to the right. He's way back there in the backfield. He throws, and it is almost caught. At first, it was almost picked off by Seven Allen, and then cutting in front of it was Sauter, and he couldn't make the grab, and it fell incomplete, fourth and 10. Yeah, a huge stop there by Lex. Uh, hopefully they can get some offense working here. Yeah, and at least on that last punt, they kind of – forced Ashland back across their own side of the field here, and they'll punt this thing away. Yeah, so far, special teams has been the most uh, interesting part of this game. Yeah, no kidding. This is one of those ugly nights where the punter might get MVP. And the Minutemen oh. are going to block it, and they're going to pick it up. Cole Eichhorn's going to dive on it. Minutemen are going to have it down at the 22. So there we go. Right after Ryan said special teams is going to play a huge part tonight. Yeah, that was, that was not what I thought was about to happen, but what a play there by Minutemen. Yeah, three Minutemen in there. I didn't see who blocked it, but Cole Eichhorn dove on it, and the Minutemen are going to have great field position for the first real chance to score tonight for either team. And that is just what the Minutemen needed. So they will come out now with... The ball at the Ashland, they'll say 27. Caudell on first down is going to keep it off the left side. He'll dive over the 25 and down to about the 23, a gain of four on first down. Just keeping the ball on the ground. Hopefully they can get in the end zone here. Wouldn't expect to see a field goal, especially in this weather. 
Yeah, you wouldn't think on a night like tonight, especially the fact that the wind is blowing right into the face of the Minutemen here. If you are going to kick a field goal tonight, it would rather be down on the other end. Second and six, Caudell, empty backfield. He's got three wide to the left, one to the right, but he's going to keep it off the left side. He's got room 20. He stiff arms 15 down the far sideline, 10, and I think we've got a hold. Big play there for the Minutemen, but I think it's coming back. Man, he had all kinds of room on that left side. And unfortunately, it is coming back. I don't know what was so confusing there for the Ashland defense, but they had no one over on that left side, and Caudell had all kinds of room. Looked like they sent the blitz up the middle, and he just had the whole outside to work. And unfortunately, in the midst of all that, someone held. It's so windy, I couldn't hear the referee's call there. But it's going to come back to the 25. So ultimately, after the penalty, it's going to be a loss of two. So second and eight, they'll redo the down. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell takes. He's going to keep, and he's going to dance up the middle, and he's going to get down back down to about the 20. And a gain of five will set up third and three. And the Minutemen are going to be on the 20. So we'll call it the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by your local agent here in the Mansfield area, Gary Fagan. Give him a call today. Minutemen, this is the first time either team has been in the State Farm Red Zone. Third and three from the 20. Caudell's going to have three wide to the right, one to the left. He takes, and he's going to keep, and he's going to try to push his way forward, and he's still pushing, and I think he's going to get the first down after he got a little bit of help from his lineman. And they do signal first down. Down to the 16, so a gain of four there for Joey. He needed three, got four, and now he's got five carries for 20 yards. He has the only positive yardage for the Minutemen so far tonight. Markel Martin, the only other person to touch the ball for the Minutemen, has, ran it, uh, has run it two times for negative four yards. So here we go, first and 10 Minutemen at the Ashland 16-yard line. Three wide to the right. It's Newman, Wilson, and Allen. Fogle by himself to the left. Caudell going to keep it on first down and dives over the 15 down to the 14, a gain of two. Second and eight minute men at the Ashland 14. They are moving the ball a little bit here, slowly but surely. I think that's just how it's going to be tonight. Probably not a ton of explosive plays on the menu tonight. Second and eight from the Ashland 14. They'll go back into the pistol this time. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Mason Green in there now. The senior tailback is going to get – no, they'll fake a give to him. And Caudell's going to keep it and actually kind of jolts his way across the 10 down to about the nine. So a gain of five there. It looked like he might maybe get one. And just kind of lowered his head and – Stumbled down for a gain of five to the nine. Still, though, a third down here, third and three. They'll send three off to the right again, one to the left. 
pistol with Green as the tailback. They'll give it to Mason Green. He's going to push. He's going to fight. Down to the five and a first down minute, man. On a gain of four, Mason Green, his first carry of the night on senior night. And it gives the Minutemen a big first down because now that gives them four more tries to get into the end zone. On the five-yard line, it's first and goal. Minutemen at the Ashland five. Huge first down conversion there from the Minutemen. And we're down to 8.05 to go in the second quarter. Minutemen going to go in that power eye for the first time tonight. At the Ashland five, it's first and goal. Caudell up under center. He's going to give off the left side. Mason Green is going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. They have the lead. First score of the night for either team. Always love it when the seniors get the score on senior night. Mason Green, actually he scored last year on senior night as a junior, and now he scores on senior night as a senior. From five yards out, and Will Perkins now will come in to attempt the extra point right into that wind. Rain is falling a little bit harder now here at Lex. Snap is a great one. The hold is good, and Will Perkins slips as he kicks it, but he gets it through, and it's good. Seven to nothing, Minutemen. 7.55 to go here in the second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. So the Minutemen take advantage of a blocked punt, and they're able to go 27 yards, and Mason Green literally high-stepped into the end zone. I mean, he walked into the end zone. I'm surprised he didn't get a flag, honestly, for taunting. Uh, but he walked into the end zone over in the far corner down there in the north end zone. And the Minutemen have a 7-0 lead, and with a win tonight, would be right in the thick of the playoff picture. They'd have to get a little help, but uh, a win tonight should get them in. Will Perkins has it lined up on the tee just down off to our left at the 40-yard line on the near hash. He'll kick it left to right or south to north. And a pretty good end over end kick down here to the near sideline, and it's going to hit and skip over the return man down to the one. They're going to have to pick it up. Baith fumbles it in the end zone. The Minutemen are going to jump on it. Touchdown, Minutemen! Bryston Hess jumped on it in the end zone. And what a huge mistake there for the Arrows on the return. The ball hit and skipped right over the head of Gabe Baith. He went back to pick it up. He had to pick it up at the one, or at that point, the Minutemen could recover it. It's a live ball. So he picked it up at the one, and he got popped at about the five. The ball came loose and flew into the end zone, and Bryston Hess jumped on it. Touchdown, Minutemen. And they're an extra point away from extending this lead to 14. 
And the extra point on a good snap and a good hold is good for Will Perkins. Just like that, the Minutemen up by 14 with 7.50 to go in the second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, that is a huge break for the Minutemen after they, man, the last uh, couple of minutes have just been a whirlwind. So the Minutemen blocked a punt and recovered it at the Ashland 27. Then they marched down the field and got into the end zone on a five-yard rush by Mason Green. On the ensuing kickoff, Ashland fumbled it in the end zone, and it was recovered by the Minutemen. So they've scored 14 points in 10 seconds. And again, we see special teams just keep being the most interesting part of tonight's game. <laughs> Ever since you said that, we've had a blocked punt and a fumble recovery on a kickoff for a touchdown. They'll kick it short again. Baith runs up. He's going to catch it this time at the 15 to the 20 down the near sideline. He's got a little room and gets out to the 33. So a good return there by Baith after fumbling the last one. And the Arrows now will take over their worst field position of the night so far. At their own 33 with 7.44 to go in the second quarter. And just like that on a night like tonight, in a matter of about 30 seconds, the Minutemen, it was 0-0. Now it's 14 to nothing. So first and 10, Bernhard going to go empty backfield. And send Spots in motion, and they'll hand it off. Spots is going to get cut down at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of one. Dreibelbiss in there again. Joey Caudell was there. And Cam Boozer, as always, in the backfield. And a gain of one for Spots, second and nine coming up. Now, let's not forget the Minutemen over at Arrow Stadium, Community Stadium last year. Had a 28-7 lead at half and ended up losing 42-28. Ryan was there for that one. Second and nine. They'll send spots in motion again, but they'll throw. Out to the right side. It's caught. And taking it out to the 40 for a gain of about five. That's going to be Franz. So Franz, who has a carry tonight, that's his first catch of the night. Gain of six. Third and three now coming up. Ashland at their own 41-yard line. 6.30 to go, second quarter. Lex up 14 to nothing. Bernhardt in the empty backfield. He's going to send spots in motion, fake a get. Bernhardt's going to run it up the middle, and I think he's just going to get the first down, a gain of three, and a first down for the Arrows. The Minutemen read it. They had it, and they just couldn't get him down. Bernhardt, though, a huge kid, as I mentioned earlier. He just got an offer from Duke University last week. He's 6'5", 220, and he's only a sophomore. Really big kid. Hard to take down especially on a night like tonight. First and 10 arrows now out to their own 45. 
They'll send spots in motion again, but they'll throw out to the right side. They've got a man up the far sideline, 50-45, and drug out of bounds, but not before he got a first down on a gain of about 13. And I was over on the far sideline, Jaden Goings getting into the scorebook for the first time tonight. 13-yard pass and catch. And across midfield again. Bernhard now on the night, three for five for 18 yards. So now the arrows across midfield into Lex territory at the 43 and a penalty after the play. I think they're going to call a late hit. They did. So that'll take it from what was going to be the 43 down to the uh, Lexington 28-yard line. First and 10. So now Ashland threatening to score with 6.01 to go. The clock is momentarily stopped here. In the second quarter, 14 to nothing Lex. Bernhard with three wide to the right, two to the left. Spots comes in motion, and we're going to have a whistle and a timeout Lex, their first of the half. So 6.01 to go, second quarter. Minutemen up 14 to nothing, but Ashland driving down to the Lex 28 right now with a first and 10 when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's going to be a first down for the Arrows here. Coming out of the timeout, the first one used by either team. So Ashland has all three left. Lex now down to two. Man, it's just uh, fortunate for the Minutemen that we've had great weather all year because even coming into, uh, into tonight, as bad as the weather's been all day and all week, the field's still in really good uh, condition. First and 10, Bernhard sends spots in motion, fakes a give, pump fakes right. Now he's going to roll right, and he's going to have to throw it away. Into the sideline, incomplete, second and 10. Minutemen with great coverage there. And Caudill came jumping through there and almost had a chance at tipping that pass. Minutemen had that one red. Second and 10 now. Bernhard just down off to our left at the 28-yard line. Sends spots in motion and a bad snap. It's on the ground, and Bernhard has to fall on it. Back at the 42, a huge loss. Loss of 14. Third down now and 24 coming up. Camden Boozer has the coverage for the Minutemen. Lex's defense just continues to be, be strong here. Yeah, and I mean, Ashland just making a mistake there, but the Minutemen did a great job to make sure Cam Boozer was, was there. I mean, if Bernhard didn't fall on that cleanly, that's another turnover for the Minutemen defense. Unfortunately for the Minutemen, Bernhard's such a big kid, he was able to just kind of fall on it and wrap it up. But... It is third and 24, and they're going to throw, and they've got a man. It's a little screen play up the middle of the field and down to the 25. It's going to be a gain of 16, and that's Baith. And still, though, 
well short of the first down. It's going to be fourth down and about seven, it looks like. And in these conditions, really no chance for a field goal here. And you're kind of too close to punt, really. I mean, you could, but at this point with these conditions, if you don't get it here, it's almost as good as a punt, really. So Ashland will go for it on fourth and seven. Two wide to the right, three to the left. Empty backfield for Bernhardt. He takes the snap. He's going to try to throw. Pump fakes now throws, and it's incomplete. Batted away by Carter Wilson. Minutemen football turnover on downs. And the seniors stepping up to make a play there. Minutemen will take over at their own 24. Yeah, you love to see all the uh, seniors stepping up tonight on senior night. And I think this is the fewest amount of seniors we've seen in the last five years, and yet all of them, the, the few that there are, they are flying around tonight making plays. They've all contributed in lots of different ways. They really have already tonight. Between some sacks, tackles for loss, Even turnovers, touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, I mean, the, the seniors have been all over. So here we go, Minutemen football. They'll come out in the pistol to start this drive. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell with Markel Martin behind him. Sends Seven Allen in motion. They're going to jet sweep Seven Allen off the left side. He is going to get over the 25, and he'll pick up maybe two out to the 26. So on a night like tonight where you're not really able to throw the ball, you got to get Seven Allen involved somehow, and they do it there with a little jet sweep off the left side. Second and eight now, minute men at their own 26. Over at Arlen Field, the big rivalry tonight, the Rams and the Tigers. Mansfield Sr. with a 14-0 lead in the second quarter. And West Holmes already in the first quarter has a 35-0 lead over Mount Vernon. My goodness. Second and eight here at Lex for the Minutemen. Caudell on second down, get a handoff to Markel Martin. And he is going to lower his shoulder off the left side for a gain of two. It'll set up third and six. Not a whole lot going on this drive for the Minutemen. Man, it is a cold night here at Lex. The wind is certainly not helping things, and the rain not helping either. Yeah, the rain hasn't even come close to letting up yet all night. No, it really hasn't. Well, and that might help. I brought a little heater tonight with us. I was ahead of the game, but it somehow turned off. Now it's back on, so that'll help with <laughs> that'll help us. Third and six, Minutemen looking over for a new play, and they're just going to take a timeout. Their second timeout of the half, so they've got one remaining. We'll take one with them. 2.57 to go, second quarter. Minutemen up 14 to nothing on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 14-0 lead for the Minutemen. 
And they just used their second time out of the half. They do have a tough one here, though, coming up. Third and six. Now the rain picking up even harder. This is probably the hardest it's been so far since kickoff. Third and six. Caudell in the pistol. He takes. He's going to fake a give. They're going to try to throw. And he's got a man, and it's Fogle, and he catches it. 35 makes a man miss 40. And a first down minute man, a gain of 12. And they'll call it 13. And the first completion of the night for Joey Caudell. A big time for that one, too, out to the 41. What an excellent play call there from uh, the Minutemen offensive coordinator there. Very smart to, uh, as the rain picks up, throw a, throw a pass out there. And it did seem, too. I mean, the arrows were completely bought in on the run. Fogle just kind of ran a little out route to the sideline, and he was wide open. First and 10-minute minute, their own 41. 2.30 to go in the first half. Caudell in the pistol, hands it off. Markel Martin, he's got room. He's up the middle. He's across midfield. Down the far sideline now, stiff arm 40, and he's dancing up the sideline, and he's going to get down to about the 33-yard line. A big gain there for Markel Martin, and that's going to be a gain of about 26 Back-to-back yeah, -back big plays from the Minutemen. Going to set them up for a good chance to get a score before the half. Yeah, 2.15 to go, and he got out of bounds. So they only have one timeout left, but that's not going to matter right now. Plenty of time here. They only have to go 33 more yards. First and 10 Minutemen, two wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol, hands it off. Markel Martin again. This time, though, he's going to get blown up after only a gain of one. So the Minutemen now as a team have carried it 15 times for 63 yards, but most of their damage has been done off of turnovers. They blocked a punt, recovered it, and went 27 yards for a score. And then Ashland fumbled on a kickoff in the end zone. All Lexington had to do was fall on it. Bryston Hess was able to do that, and that's how the Minutemen have Taking this 14-0 lead offensively, they haven't really moved the football a ton yet tonight. Second and nine, Caudell in the pistol. He's going to keep it this time, and he's got a little room, and he dances up the middle and down to the 23 for a first down minute man, a gain of about nine and a half. So Joey hasn't run it in a few plays. They mix it in there, and Ashland not ready for it. And a new set of downs, first and 10, now down to the 22, a minute 15 to go. And the Minutemen doing a masterful job to run this clock down enough to where Ashland's not going to be able to do anything even if they get it back. First and 10 Minutemen, two off to the left, one to the right in the pistol. Caudell takes, he's going to keep it, and he's going to get hit and fall forward for a gain of three down to the 20. So now they might have to start thinking about picking it up just a little here. 45 seconds to go. They do only have that one timeout. The rain is letting up now. So if Caudell can get a good handle on it, might not be a bad time to throw. I don't know if you want to try a kick from here. Will Perkins has already slipped and fell down on one extra point attempt. Fogle by himself off to the left. Two wide receivers off to the right. It's second and seven. Caudell is going to throw. He's got a man. It's Cooper Dreibelbiss out of the tight end spot there. Across the 20, down to the 18. And timeout Lex, their final timeout of the night. So that's going to be a gain of about, now what would you call that, Ryan? Maybe three? Yeah, about three, I would say. So Dreibelbiss 
I want to say that's his first reception of the year. For a gain of three, we'll say. It'll be fourth down and eight here. It'll be interesting to see what Minutemen come out, and it looks like they might come out and kick a field goal here. So, Ryan is correct. Out of the timeout, they are going to try a field goal. No doubt Will Perkins has the leg for it, but on a night like tonight, you know, you just worry about his plant foot slipping. Not only that, but they're also kicking into the wind. Yes, still. they Well, are. the wind has died down a little bit, so maybe. Well, it died just for this kick, and then there was a whistle. And now by the time they probably get to kick it again, here comes the wind. <laughs> so they add just a second there where the wind kind of died. And then the referee, for some reason, blew the play dead. I'm not sure what's going on here. Nobody took a timeout. Oh, they're switching it up here. So the Minutemen now have decided they're going to go for it. It's third and five according to the sticks, but it's fourth down according to the scoreboard. Caudell, he's going to throw into the near corner of the end zone, and it's almost picked off, and we've got a flag down at the goal line. That's huge. That's huge. And, and now that'll get the Minutemen way closer now for maybe a field goal try. Or even maybe they'll be able to punch it in before the half. Yeah, they might. So this will be a half the distance to the goal. This will put this thing down at the nine. The Minutemen still have... Well, they don't have any timeouts, but they still have 20 seconds left. So, yeah, I mean, that's a free first down and a free nine yards here. So they might be able to take a shot to the end zone here, if nothing else. And then if they don't like what they have, they could take a field goal. They're going to run the game clock now down to 14 seconds. And everything's changed here in the last minute or so. I mean, we thought they were going to kick a field goal. Yeah. They end up getting down closer to the end zone. This is going to put the Minutemen down to the... Currently, they've got it at the seven. So now they're finally announcing it was a pass interference on the defense. First down, Minutemen. Just making sure we have the correct spot. It's going to be at the 7. So we're in the State Farm Red Zone, brought to you by Gary Fagan. And not only that, but it's first and goal. And now we've got a timeout. Ashland. We will keep it here. And... Lexington has a 14 to nothing lead, 14 seconds to go in the half. They've got it first and goal at the Ashland 7. No timeouts left. And while we've got a second here, let's take a look at the OCC scoreboard. Mansfield Senior still up on Madison, 14 to nothing. It is West Holmes 35, Mount Vernon nothing. Worcester and Talawanda locked in a non-conference battle, 7 all. And Dover leads New Philly 7-0 in the second quarter. That's what's going on around the OCC. And uh, over in the Moac, Ontario in a dogfight, up 7-6 over Highland. Shelby leads Pleasant 3-0. 
I have a feeling, Ryan, we're not going to see a whole lot of points around North Central Ohio tonight. Out of the timeout, here we go. First and uh, goal from the seven. Caudell back to pass. He's going to have to roll right and throw right and undershoots his man as he was under pressure there. Just really throwing it away towards Braden Fogel. An incomplete. So... That'll set up a second and goal from the seven. The only thing you can't do here if you're the Minutemen is catch it inbounds and get tackled. Pretty much you want to take a shot at the end zone, and if nothing's there, throw it away. You can still get a field goal attempt maybe out of this. They don't have any timeouts left, and there's only 11 seconds. Yeah, Will Perkins is warming up down there, so they might be thinking field yeah, goal here when they, they don't get they anything don't get here. It. Second and goal from the seven. Caudell back to pass. He's now going to roll right. He's going to throw it down to the corner of the end zone through the hands of Braden Fogel. Oh, it was there, and I don't even think Caudell expected it to be there, and he was about to throw it away. And instead of throwing it away, he looked up at the last second and saw Braden Fogel, and he dropped it right through his hands, right through. And that only happens on a night like tonight. Braden Fogel is never dropping that ball. On a, uh, on a good weather night. But my goodness, the way things are tonight, I'm not shocked that, uh, that he did drop that one. So, Will Perkins will come on. Four seconds left. He's going to attempt this field goal. And the snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and it is well through right down the middle. And for Will Perkins, that was a 24-yarder, and that is how the half will end. The Minutemen are going to go into halftime with a 17-0 lead after a field goal by Will Perkins from 24 yards out. So at halftime, we're going to go try to get warm. It is 17-0 Minutemen, and they are one half of football away from putting themselves into a position here to try to get one of those final spots in the playoff picture. 17 to nothing here at Lex. Between the Minutemen and the Arrows, we'll have the BP Electric Halftime Show when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Lexington, where the Minutemen have a nice 17 to nothing lead, taking advantage of some uh, miscues by the Ashland Arrows. And the Minutemen trying to do their best to uh, get into the one of the final playoff spots in Division Three, Region 10. Back here at halftime, Corey Durbin with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. And here in just a second, we will get you stats from the first half. As try to get everything ready here. For the Minutemen, we'll start there. They've run the ball 17 times tonight for 75 yards in the first half. They do have one rushing touchdown behind the feet of Mason Green, a five-yard touchdown. Uh, Joey Caudell has thrown two times for uh, – or excuse me, he's thrown five times, completed two for 16 yards. Braden Fogle has one of those catches for 13 yards. Cooper Dreibelbiss has the other catch for three yards. Rushing individually for the Minutemen – Leading the way, Joey Caudell has run it nine times for 39 yards. Markel Martin has run it five times for 25 yards. Mason Green, uh, two rushes for nine yards. And, of course, that touchdown I just mentioned. And then Seven Allen in the books with one carry for two yards. Minutemen also had a touchdown on a fumble in the end zone by Ashland. Bryston Hess fell on it. And Will Perkins has made both extra points tonight and then made a 24-yard field goal attempt as time expired in the first half. So 17 to nothing. That's how we got there from Lexington's perspective. Uh, the Arrows have run it 14 times for 50 yards tonight. Most of that done by Caden Spots. He's got eight carries, 26 yards. Uh, uh, Bernhard, the quarterback, has run it four times, 17 yards. Uh, Gabe Baith has run it one time, no yards. And um, one more carry for the Arrows was by Michael Franz uh, for seven yards. Throwing the ball tonight, Bernhard, four for seven, 34 yards. And receiving Gabe Baith, two catches, 15 yards. Uh, and then Franz has a catch for six yards. And then one more uh, arrow in the books tonight, Jaden Goings, 
One catch for 13 yards. Minutemen also do have one sack, and it was a combined sack between Cooper Dreibelbus and Aiden Nickel. So those are your first half stats. Minutemen lead it 17 to nothing, uh, 17 to nothing largely behind uh, taking advantage of turnovers. And uh, not a whole lot of offense from either team, but the Minutemen so far capitalizing on special teams and turnovers, and they have uh, taken this thing to 17-0 at halftime. When we come back, we'll get you more scores from around the area, a couple of good ones, and uh, we'll check in on the OCC potential champion tonight, Mansfield Senior, in just a moment on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 
Back here at Lexington High School, the Arrow Marching Band just wrapped up their halftime performance. And I've got to say, it was actually a really good performance. That was pretty entertaining. Uh, Corey Durbin back with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. We'll get you scores now from around North Central Ohio. We'll start in the OCC. At halftime, Mansfield Senior leads Madison 14 to nothing. Still in the second quarter, West Holmes is just putting it on Mount Vernon 49 to nothing. Talawanda and Worcester are tied at seven, and Dover with a slim lead over New Philly, seven to nothing. In the Moac, Shelby at halftime leads Pleasant three to nothing. In the second quarter, Clear Fork and River Valley are tied at zero. The Highland Fighting Scots currently have a 13 to 10 lead over Ontario, and Galleon shutting out Marion Harding 27 to nothing. Down in the Northern 10. Winford with a slim lead at halftime over Upper Sandusky, 13-12. Carey is trying to go undefeated in conference play and win the Northern 10 outright. They are up 21-6 over Seneca East. Colonel Crawford leading Buckeye Central right now in the second quarter, 21-0. And Mohawk shutting out Bucyrus, 27-0. In the Firelands Conference, it is St. Paul, 21, Monroeville, nothing. Mapleton leads Crestview at halftime, 16-6. Western Reserve shutting out Northwood at 27-0 and no score coming in from Plymouth between the Big Red and South Central. Down in the K-Mac, it is Danville, 6, East Knox, 6, the Devil Dog game tonight. That's a good one. Danville is undefeated, and so far East Knox giving them all they can handle. Northmore leads Loudonville 21-0. It's Fredericktown 14, Centerburg 7, Mount Gilead shutting out. Cardington 13 to nothing. A couple other scores here. Lucas uh, shutting out Arlington 17 to nothing. It's Clyde 28, Norwalk 7. Hillsdale trailing Rittman 13 to 6. Margareta leads Willard 17 to 13. Orville over Triway right now in the second quarter 21 14. And Corey Rawson leads Crestline in the first quarter 19 to nothing. Back here at Lex, it is 17 0. Minutemen on top. And we've got just about 12 minutes to go until second half kickoff. The Band of Gold now down on the field doing their halftime performance. And when we come back, we'll get you set for second half action right here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. 
Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, in case you missed our pregame show, well, I've got you here at halftime. I'll go down the list one more time of seniors tonight. It is senior night here at Lexington. Corey Durbin back with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. Several members from the Band of Gold uh, were seniors and honored tonight. I am unfortunately do not have all the, the list of all of them, but I do have the list of the football players for you tonight. And as I mentioned earlier, this might be the smallest list of seniors the Minutemen have had on the football team since we've been doing this. This is our fifth year, and I don't remember this few, but, man, they've been an impactful bunch. All of them start, some of them on both sides of the ball, and it's been a, an honor to watch these guys grow up over the last four years and uh, become really impactful players for the Minutemen. So run down the quick list here. Drayton Berry, who uh, you've probably heard most of the – uh, at least this year, mostly on defense uh, when you've heard his name. But he has started all year on defense, at least the games that he's played. He did have a few games off in the middle of the year with an injury, but uh, back and playing well. Uh, and then Carter Newman, unfortunately, man, he uh, – well, his freshman year broke his arm in this game uh, at Ashland. Or, uh, excuse me, maybe it was his sophomore year, but he has just been injury-plagued his entire career – and what a talented player, um, great track star, very fast kid. He's scored a lot of touchdowns just in his limited time on the field. I mean, he's missed so many games over the years, but he's been a huge, um, a valuable player for the Minutemen and when he can play. He is suited up tonight, not at full strength, but uh, he is out there tonight. And uh, fortunately, this will be his last home game. Uh, down the list even further, Carter Wilson, sure-handed uh, wide receiver for the Minutemen. He's been great for them this year. We've called his name several times. Uh, Cooper Dreibelbus, uh, you know, he's made an impact over the course of his career at all types of positions, offensively and defensively. Tonight we've even seen him get a catch out of the tight end spot. He's run the fullback spot, even got in at uh, tailback over the course of his career a few times, but he's really been good at the linebacker position this year as a senior. 
Uh, Mason Green, what more can you say? Uh, the third of the Green brothers to come through in the last five years. Had a touchdown already tonight, and he has run the ball so well for the Minutemen. And, man, on defense, he flies around and just hits. It has been a pleasure to watch him, as well as his two older brothers. Uh, so they're going to miss Mason Green. And then rounding out the seniors, Matt Sheets and Aiden Nickel. I mean, they've anchored down the the offensive and defensive line for the Minutemen all year. And those kids are really going to be missed because – when you've got Braden Fogle on defense out on the edge rushing and you've got guys like Matt Sheets, Aiden Nickel, David Biggers also rushing, that is just a heck of a defensive line for the Minutemen, and uh, they're going to miss them as well. So not many seniors for the Minutemen this year, but the ones they've had have just been huge, and uh, hopefully they can get a win tonight on senior night and push their way into one of those final playoff spots. Ashland has come out of the locker room. They are about to get warmed up. Lexington's still not out there yet, but we still have about five minutes until second half kickoff. Lexington will receive to start the second half, so they've got a chance to extend this lead even farther if they can. We'll take one final break, and we'll come back for all the second half action. It is 17 to nothing. Minutemen on top here at halftime at home on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, the rain has slowed down a little bit from what it was at a, a few minutes ago, but it is still coming down here at Lexington, and it is cold and miserable and rainy. But the Minutemen have a 17 to nothing lead, which is making it feel just a little bit better. Corey Durbin, Ryan Mercurio back here at Lexington with you. We're uh, about a minute and a half away from second half kickoff. The Minutemen will get the ball to start the second half. They led this game last year 28-7 to at halftime over at Ashland and ended up losing the game. Uh, you know, Ryan, obviously tonight the weather has been a major factor. Last year at Ashland, it was a beautiful night. Uh, but tonight, weather has been a factor. And uh, in the first half, the Minutemen really capitalized on turnovers. Yeah, yeah, they're turnovers, and uh, they haven't really, you know, been able to move the ball as well on offense. But it's really just been those turnovers that have uh, really helped propel them right you know, and, to this and, lead. And they haven't, although they haven't moved the ball as well, they haven't made those mistakes that Ashley's yeah, yeah. made. Yeah, they haven't made those mistakes. But you know, as you said last year, you know, they were up twenty-eight-seven, and they just need to make sure that they maintain their aggressiveness and don't let back until the game's over. Yeah, and you almost wonder if that's kind of in the minds of some of the coaches and players tonight. I mean, the Minutemen could have been in the playoffs last year and gave up 35 unanswered points uh, and ultimately lost that game, led by Nathan Bernhard. And he's back as a sophomore this year, so this is not unfamiliar territory for the Arrows. Uh, but the Minutemen do have a chance here to start this half by taking some clock off right away and eating into the chances of – Ashland to have that chance to come back. Yeah, you know, if they could come out with like a slow, methodical drive and just get down and, you know, get a field goal, get a touchdown, just come out with points to start this first, second half off, it'll be good for them. I think you're right. I mean, if they were able to take five or six minutes off here and score, that would just be backbreaking at that point for the Arrows. So, see what they can do. Hopefully that's the case. Second half action here at Lexington. Minutemen will return. Corey Durbin, Ryan Mercurio with you. Fearthevillage.com. And the rain is really, I mean, it's still drizzling out there, but it has let up quite a bit, really. I mean, all things considered. So here we go. Caden spots the running back who leads the way for the arrows. He's going to kick this thing off to start the second half, and it's a squib on the ground. It's going to roll down the far sideline. Braden Fogle is going to pick it up at the 15. He's going to take it down the far sideline to the 20, and he's spun out of bounds at about the 22. That's where the Minutemen will start the second half with a 17-0 lead. Gabe Bates makes his top for the arrows. 
Not only did the Minutemen have to win to get into the playoffs tonight, but this could be the first time in five years the Minutemen end the season with a 500 record if they could get this win tonight. And Coach Saris has done some really good things over the last couple of years for the Minutemen. And something he's been able to do as the head coach of the Minutemen is break some losing streaks to teams like Ashland. This could be another one he checks off his list. It's been years since the Minutemen have beaten the Arrows. First and 10 Minutemen at their own 22 to start this drive. It's going to be Caudell on first down. He's going to run it up the middle. He's got room, and now he's going to bust it down the far sideline. 40, 35, and he's drug out of bounds. You know, we mentioned that we wanted to see some uh, slow methodical drive here coming out, but that's, I mean, just as good right there with the big play. Absolutely, a 45-yard run on first down. First play of the half, Minutemen now all the way down to the Ashland 33. Yeah, and if you're the Minutemen, you got to feel good that you can come out and start out like that. Yeah, I mean, Joey, he did an okay job running the ball in the first half, but certainly didn't have gaps like that. Man, that field opened up for him. First and 10 Minutemen down to the Ashland 33, three wide to the right, one to the left. Caudell, empty backfield. He's going to reverse it. Here it goes. Seven Allen down the far sideline. He's got a first down, and he's pushed out, but we've got a flag, and this might be coming back, unfortunately. As Caudell took the snap, and he looked like he was going to run to the right at first, and then he flipped it back to Seven Allen going the other direction. But it is going to be a hold. They'll pick it up. They'll mark the... Yardage off here, and it'll still be first down, but it's going to be first and 12. And that'll move them back to the 35-yard line. Minutemen have had a few penalties tonight. Nothing too detrimental, but... You certainly don't want penalties now that you're down in Ashland territory trying to score here right out of the half. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Second, uh, first and 12. Caudell going to lower his shoulder off the left side and get those two yards back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll set up a second and 10. As a huge breeze blows through the press box. Yeah, the wind has certainly picked back up again. I mean, that flag is... Straight out. <laughs> Man, that thing is whipping. That's definitely the hardest that flag has been blowing all night. At least it's not blowing straight into this press box, or else we would be in a much <laughs> no more uncomfortable kidding. position. Yeah. Second and ten. Minutemen with two wide to the right, one to the left. They'll go back into the pistol this time, and they will give it to Markel Martin, and he is going to get hit in the backfield and uh, dragged down. They'll lose two. Third and 12 now coming up. So the Minutemen started the half with a 45-yard run, and then on the next play had a first down, but it was called back for a hold, and now they're stalling. It's third and 12 back at the Ashland 35-yard line. Now the, one of the referees tried to bring in a new football, and he threw it to the other referee, and it hit the ground and rolled like five yards, so that didn't do anything. That football is going to be dirty now as well and wet. So they're going to reset the play clock here. I'm surprised with how wet it's been out. 
We haven't seen any, other than that muffed kickoff, we haven't seen any fumbles. Yeah, we really haven't, at least not for the Minutemen. Third and 12, Caudell's going to throw near sideline. He's got seven Allen. He's going to make a man miss, but he's going to end up going out of bounds at the 32. That'll be a gain of three, and it'll bring up fourth and nine. And now if you're the Minutemen, I mean, what would you do here, Ryan? I mean, you could punt. It would have to be a really short punt. Uh, you can't really go for a field goal, or do you go for it? Well, you know, let's see. It looks like they're running the punt team out here. I think that's a good idea to run the punt team out just to, you know, not be too aggressive, uh, maybe pin the arrows down here pretty Definitely, deep. yeah. Well, and we've seen the arrows have had a little trouble kind of collecting the ball tonight, so maybe you get lucky here and maybe get another fumble or a muffed punt or a, a muff, yeah, a muffed return. Good snap, and Markel Martin's going to get this thing away. It's going to hit, and it's going to bounce out of bounds down at about the eight-yard line. A great punt for Markel Martin, and they're going to pin the arrows inside their own 10, and they'll mark it at the 7. 9.45 to go in the third quarter. Minute men up 17 to nothing. Ashland is now going to have the ball at their own 7. Bring it to us here at the press box, and you've won yourself. So if you're the Minutemen and you can't score, that's the next best thing. You drive down the field a little bit, you flip the field position and pin Ashland inside their own 10. And as we've seen so far in this game, I mean, field position has been a big, big Huge. factor. Yeah. Absolutely. Three wide to the right, one to the left to start this drive. They'll hand it off spots. He's going to be bottled up, and he's going to fall forward for a gain of one. And that's the first time we've seen spots line up as a tailback this time, Ryan. Uh, most of the night, he's kind of come in motion from a receiver spot and taken a handoff. That's the first time we've seen him line up right on the right hip of Bernhard and take the handoff. Yeah, you know, he's come in motion so much tonight you know it's probably smart that they're switching it up a little bit yeah a little bit of a different look there so second and a long eight we'll call it second and nine for the arrows at the eight yard line three wide to the right one to the left spot's going to be on the left hip again of Bernhard he'll take the handoff and he breaks right through a hole into the secondary he's coming down the near sideline 40 he's to the 50 he's down to the Lex 45 and a huge gain there that's going to be a gain of about 45 yards for Caden Spots so now each team this half has a 45 yard rush he just rumbled right up the middle and got some good Good yards for Ashland there. And, yeah, he had a gaping hole up the middle. So we'll see here if the Minutemen defense can bend but not break. 8.40 to go, third quarter. Arrows now at the Lex 46, and on first down, they'll go spots again, and the Minutemen have this one bottled up, a gain of one. Got to contain that run on a night like tonight. Although it does not seem like any rain is falling at the moment. Looking up into the lights here. Maybe just a little mist. But definitely not anything heavy like it has been. But it's been on and off all, all, uh, all night. Between heavy downpour and a light mist. Right now it's not doing a whole lot. Wind is still a factor. Bernhard's going to keep it on second and nine. And he's going to take it up the middle. And he's only going to get a yard. Third and eight coming up here, and the Minutemen could force another fourth down and maybe get the ball right back. And to all the parents listening at home, if you have a kid here, 
where are their coats? I don't see a single person here under the age of 21 with a coat on. They must not get as cold as you and I do up here. No kidding. Third and eight, Bernhard in the shotgun. He's going to pass. And no, he's not. David Biggers is going to get it back at the 50. It's a big play from the Minutemen defense there. Right in there, David Biggers, before you could really even blink, he was in there. His first sack of the night. And now it will be a fourth and long. He got there about as quick as he could have. I mean, that hole just opened right up, and he came right through it and sacked that quarterback. Yeah, Bernhard just kind of looked to the right there, and I think he might have wanted to pump fake, and he didn't even have time to do that. I mean, Biggers was in there and got a hold of him and brought him down, and that's tough to do. Bernhard's a big kid, but Biggers got a hold of him. So Crudy will come on to punt this thing away. It's a little bit of a high snap, but he gets it away. And it's an end over end punt to the near sideline. It's going to hit and take a bounce inside the 20 and roll out of bounds. And inside the 20 at the 15-yard line is where the Minutemen will take over. But they do a good job. They gave up a big play, but they did a great job of rallying and then immediately forcing a punt right after the play. So 6.34 to go in the third quarter. Minutemen up 17 to nothing. They get the ball back with a chance to take some more clock off here. If they can get out here and run the ball a little bit, run some more time off the clock, that would be, be good for them. So here we go. We'll see if they can do that. From the 16-yard line, Caudell empty backfield. He's going to take and keep it up the middle. And dive forward, down to the 19, a gain of three. I'll bring up a second and seven. I wonder how many times tonight we've seen that same exact quarterback draw from, uh, from Caldwell. Well, I mean, I can tell you how many times he's run the ball, and that's 12, and they've pretty much all been that same play. So I would venture to say 12 times tonight he's running right up the middle, and he's done good. I mean, he's, he's got 89 yards. They'll send two wide receivers off to the left this time. Fogel by himself to the right. Caudell empty backfield again, second and seven. He takes. He's going to run it off the right side. He's got room with a stiff arm out to the 25. And a gain of six more. That'll set up a third and one. So now Caudell up to the 95-yard mark. He's inching closer to that century mark. He's done that a few times this year. He's been really good running the ball this year. Third and one. Big physical rusher. And that is an advantage the Minutemen have. Is the size of their quarterback and his ability to run. He's going to get up under center here on third and one, and he's going to try to push, and I think he got it. He needed one, and I think he got two. QB sneaked the old-fashioned way there, right up under center and pushing. And a first down Minutemen. So now they can keep this clock rolling and kill some more of it. 5-12 to go as they reset the chains. Very reminiscent there of uh, Jalen Hurts and what he's been yep. doing in Philadelphia. Yep. Seems to be something a lot of football teams are doing now. So a first and 10 Minutemen at their own 27 now. Caudell empty backfield again. Four wide receivers out. Dribblebiss the tight end. And they're going to throw on first down. Caudell near sideline just throws it wide of Braden Fogel and incomplete. Got to keep the Ashland arrows honest there and mix in a throw every now and then. But 
That'll set up a second and 10. That's the only bad part about throwing on first down and complete. So it will be second and 10. Lexington at their own 27. 4.42 to go in the third quarter. It's 17 to nothing, Minutemen. Fifty-six to nothing at halftime. West Holmes leads Mount Vernon. Second and ten in the pistol. Caudell. He's going to keep after a fake handoff, and he's tripped right at the line of scrimmage, and they'll give him no gain. Third and ten coming up, and that is the first time tonight, Ryan, that Caudell has run for zero yards. He's managed to gain positive yardage every time tonight, up until that one. Yeah, he's ran the ball really well. Two wide receivers split off to the left. Fogle by himself to the right. It is third and ten. Caudell in the pistol with Mason Green as the back. Caudell takes. He's going to try to throw on third down. Now he's going to scramble to the left. Now he's going to run, and he trips. He slips and falls on the wet grass right at the line of scrimmage. So we'll give him a no-gainer on that one as well. And fourth and ten now. 3.45 to go. The clock is rolling. So the Minutemen managed to take about three minutes off the clock there, but they've got to give the ball back to the Arrows. And back to return this punt for Ashland is going to be Tyler Sauter. And the rain has uh, has picked up a little bit more, and he's punting into the wind here, so might be a little bit of a difficult punt for, for Martin back there. And Markell's done a pretty good job tonight, but I think Ryan said this is not a good position to be punting into, and almost a block punt there by Ashland, and they're going to get a roughing the kicker. And that ball came way over, almost into the stands in front of us as Markell got demolished there, trying to get that thing out of there. And they're going to get a roughing the kicker. A running into the kicker. It's a five-yard penalty. So it'll still be fourth and five. And the Minutemen uh, will get to redo the kick. But, man, Markell got demolished. It's a great job by Markell, though. I mean, he got that ball out of there. They were there quick, the Ashland Arrows were. And that's something where, too, if they block or get a finger on the ball and then hit him, it doesn't count as a running into the kicker. So he did do a good job of getting it out of there. Without, you know, without it being blocked. And he took the hit in the process. So a five-yard penalty. And the Minutemen will get to redo the punt, which was a good thing, because he kicked it about five yards, and it went all the way over here and almost into the stands. So the ball now will be up to the 32 of Lex. And now try to redo this thing. Sauter now standing back at his own 39. 3.15 to go, third quarter. Minutemen up 17-0, and they're about to punt the ball away. This is kind of how the first half started, really slow and quiet. And then all of a sudden, the Minutemen erupted for 14 points in about 20 seconds off of turnovers. So Markel Martin this time. It's a great snap. And he's going to get another punt out of there down the near sideline, and it's going to go well into the bench again and not a very far punt. But again, like Ryan said, he's punting right into that wind and the rain. Yeah, you can tell the wind definitely got a hold of that ball, and it just pushed it out of bounds there. 
And actually not a bad spot from the referee. I think the Lexington Minutemen will take that at the Ashland 49. It could have been a whole lot worse. So 3.07 to go now in the third quarter. Minutemen up 17-0. And they're going to put this thing down right at the 50. So Ashland will take over there. They've had a couple short fields tonight and haven't done anything with it, so this is not uh, unfamiliar territory for the Minutemen defense. Yeah, the Lex defense has done a good job of stepping up and stopping them. First down, Bernhard throws it out near sideline, and it's tipped and then caught and driven into the sideline, and I think actually losing a yard there is going to be Franz. He kind of tipped it to himself. He mishandled it on the first attempt. And then on the second try, he brought it in, but the Minutemen were able to get there in time. Tackle him out of bounds for a loss of one. Second and 11 coming up back at the Ashland 49. So Bernhard now is five for eight throwing the ball. Only 33 yards, though. On a night like tonight, you're not going to rack up very many yards through the air. Second and 11, they'll throw again. Out to the far flat this time. It's Gabe Baith. He's going to make a man miss and get back to the Lex 45 for a gain of six. Throw those little wide receiver bubble screens. You know, they've been doing it a couple times tonight, and it's gotten them some pretty decent yards every time they've done it. So see if they keep going to it. That one's going to be a gain of five. Third and six. Minute men trying to get another big stop here. The ball is at the Minute Men 46-yard line. Bernhard. Empty backfield, third down, takes the snap, flings it, far sideline. He's got a man, and right at the sticks, he's got a first down to Franz, a gain of six. And he had to make the sliding grab there. That was a tough grab, and he got the first down right at the 40. 2.16 to go, clock is rolling. Yeah, Bernhard there just slung that ball to the receiver. Had some heat on that. And I don't know if Franz had like slipped and fell and caught it or if he had to kind of slide to try to grab it, but he went down and grabbed it. Empty backfield on first down. Bernhard's going to take it up the middle. He's going to get across the 35 and down to the 34, a gain of six. So Bernhard now with six carries for 24 yards, and on that carry, the Arrows as a team are over 100 yards rushing. They've run it 19 times for 104 yards. And now we have a minute man down, and the trainers are coming on the field. I can't see who it is. We'll take a quick timeout and figure it out. 147 to go, third quarter. Minutemen up 17 to nothing. Ashland, though, driving into Lexington territory. We'll see what happens when we come back on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Braden Fogel, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. So the injured player was uh, Mason Green. He's up, though, and walking off. Looks like it might be an arm injury, maybe a wrist injury. Unless he's clutching his abdomen area, abdominal area. Not sure. But it's definitely not a leg injury. 
So we'll see. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Mason, see if the Minutemen can get him back out there. Hopefully they can get him back out there tonight, you know, since it's senior night and everything. Yeah, and he's got that touchdown. Definitely don't want to see him go out like that. Looks like an arm, maybe a wrist injury after all. So second down, second and four. Bernhard going to go empty backfield and send Spots in motion. They'll give it to him, and he's going to go up the middle, and Caden Spots is going to fall forward for a gain of five and a first down. So Spots hasn't gotten much action here in the second half to this point, but he did there and turned it into a first down. Yeah, and good thing for both of these offenses is the rain has completely stopped. It's not even misting anymore out here. No, it really actually isn't. The wind is still going as hard as it has been, but no moisture coming out of the air at this point. First and 10, Ashland at the Lex 29. Bernhard empty backfield. He's going to throw on first down out to Franz. Far sideline, he's going to catch and get it down to about the 25. Gain of four. Yeah, another one of those wide receiver screens there, you know, just picks up a couple yards. And with that catch, Franz now has the most receptions for Ashland tonight. He's got four for a total of 15 yards. It'll set up a second and six. Two wide receivers off to the right, three to the left. Ashland has it at the Lex 25-yard line. Bernhard in the shotgun by himself. He's going to take the snap, and he's going to look up the middle of the field, and it's incomplete. We've got three flags coming in, though, on 7-Al, and they're going to call a hold or a pass interference here. We'll see. It's going to be a big penalty. Yeah, he really got a hold of him there. He held his arm back and did not let him make a play on the ball. So it was pass interference, and from here it'll be half the distance to the goal, so that'll put the ball, I think, at the 12. And it'll be a first down, Ashland. Well, they'll put this thing down right at about the 13. So first and 10, Ashland. This is their first trip tonight into the red zone. 38 seconds to go in the third quarter. Spot's going to line up on the left hip of Bernhard, and the lights go out here at Lexington. Not the first time, actually, that this has happened. This happened a couple years ago, but only the lights here on the near sideline have gone out. The far sideline are still on. This did happen a couple years ago, and all the lights went out. Tonight, half of them go out. The play will stand. I think it's going to be a gain of two by spots, and now they've got to get the light situation figured out. Yeah, on a night like tonight, you know, with the wind and the rain, you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, even the lights can go out, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, we'll take a break and see if they can get the lights back on. With 32 seconds left in the third quarter, it's 17 to nothing, Minutemen. Ashland is going to have its second and eight at the 11-yard line. The lights are out here at Lex. We'll try to get them back on and... Get back to action here in just a moment on fearthevillage.com. Well, we're ready to go here at Lexington. After the light turning off delay, Bernhardt on first down's going to throw, and it's picked off. It's Mason Green down the far sideline, and he's tackled out of bounds at the 18. So the lights go off for about 20 minutes. They come back on, and the first play is a pick, and that's huge. Because Ashland was threatening to score, and instead the Minutemen come out and get an interception. Mason Green now has a touchdown on senior night and an interception. And, you know, he left the game with an injury. 
Before that whole catastrophe with the lights, he left the game, went out with an injury, comes back in, gets the interception. That is huge for the Minutemen. Definitely a senior night to remember for Mason Green. And now with 19 seconds to go in the third quarter, the Minutemen have the football back, and they've got a chance to run some clock here. It's 17-0, 19 seconds to go, third quarter, Minutemen football at their own 19-yard line. They'll have three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Caudell, empty backfield. He's going to run on first down. He's got some room. He stumbles out over the 25 and out to the 28-yard line, a gain of nine on first down. That'll be the last play there of the third quarter. And a good way to end the quarter for the Minutemen. An interception to stop Ashland from scoring, and then a nine-yard rush on first down. And the Minutemen in good shape right now. As we head into the fourth quarter, Minutemen up 17-0 with the football on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, that was something. We came right out of that delay there, and the Minutemen on the first play get a pick and now have the football second and one, and they're at their own 29-yard line with a 17-0 lead. And we're about to start the fourth quarter. So just to reset here, each team has all three timeouts left. And it is 17-0. We had about a 20 to 25-minute delay because half of the lights went out here at Lexington. Thankfully, they're back on, and it looks like we'll finish the game tonight. And here we go. Start of the fourth quarter, Minutemen up 17-0. And they actually gave Caudell the first down on that last play. So it is first and 10 minute men at the 29 and we've got movement. And it is gonna be a false start minute men. That'll push him back and make it first and 15 at their own 24. And the last thing the Minutemen want to see right now are penalties. Yeah, and they really haven't had any tonight. They've had a couple holding penalties, but you're gonna have that. That's the first false start they've had all night. Unfortunately, I didn't have my notepad to keep track of the penalties tonight, but I would say that's got to be five or less for the Minutemen so far. First and 15, Caudell, he's going to keep it off the left side. He's got a little room across the 30, down the near sideline. He's got room, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. I thought he was going to break it. He's going to get to the 48, a gain of 24, and he just stepped out of bounds on the near sideline. Nevertheless, a big first down for the Minutemen. He was very close to breaking that and probably Wait. putting this game away, I would say. And he had about. one just like that. I mean, almost a carbon copy last week and stepped out on that one as well. But a lot of room to run there for Joey Caudell. The unfortunate thing, too, is he did step out of bounds, so the clock will stop. Yep. 131 yards rushing for Caudell tonight so far on 18 carries. First and 10-minute men at their own 48. They'll go back into the pistol here, and now another flag. 
And I think I think they're going to call a delay of game, and Caudell wanted the clock reset, the play clock. And they're going to call a delay of game either way. But Joey immediately turned and said, hey, the clock never reset. But I think ultimately what happened there was after the big play, they just didn't get back into the huddle quick enough. So for the second time in a row, the Minutemen will have it first and 15. And now that will push them back to their own 43. 11.52 to go in the fourth quarter. Minutemen up 17-0. They'll send two wide to the right. Fogel by himself to the left in the pistol. Caudell with Mason Green. They will – he'll keep it. And Caudell's going to get back out to the 45, a gain of two. Good short little run there to keep the clock rolling. And that is, I mean, that's a really big thing right now, Ryan. I mean, you're right. They More than just getting yards right now, the most important thing is to get the clock rolling. It's second and 13 from their own 45. Caudell into the pistol again with three wide receivers. And Mason Green, the back, is going to get the carry. He's going to go off the left side. He'll get back out to about the 49. Gain of four, and he'll be just a yard past the original line of scrimmage. So a third and nine coming up. Mason Green, only three carries tonight. But he's got 13 yards and a touchdown. So not a ton of opportunities, but he's been efficient. And he has the interception on defense. He's been all over the field today. He has absolutely been all over the field on senior night. Third and nine at the 49. Caudell in the pistol. Dreibelbis, the tight end, comes in motion. He takes. Caudell's going to keep it off the left side. No room there. Gets back. Actually, he's going to lose a yard. At the original line of scrimmage, it'll be fourth and ten. But, again, they get the clock rolling. And now they did enough there to flip the field. And they should be able to punt this thing and hopefully pin Ashland deep. Got the wind at their back on this punt. Yeah, we've talked about it all night. Like you said, you know, they got the wind at their back, so hopefully they can, you know, pin Ashland deep. And the rain's kind of picked up again, so that might play a factor into the Ashland uh, receiving this punt here. So Markel Martin standing at his own 35. A little bit of a low snap, but he handles it cleanly, gets the punt away, way into the sideline. That's not going to go very far. And we'll see where they mark it. This is going to be decent field position for Ashland. And actually a pretty favorable spot there. They're going to give it to the arrows at the 32. So actually not terrible, all things considered. 9.51 to go in the ball game. It's 17 to nothing, Lexington. Arrows take over first and 10 from their own 32-yard line. And Ashland will take over, but they were about to score on that last drive, and a big interception by Mason Green shut that down. Empty backfield, Bernhard first and 10. He's going to throw. He's got a man, and it's barely caught, almost dropped, and getting out to about the 40 is Sauter. That's going to be a gain of eight on first down for the Arrows, second and two now. Sauter's first catch of the night. And now Bernhard, 9 for 12 on the night, 56 yards passing. Here we go. It's second and two. They'll go with a little tempo at their own 40. Empty backfield, Bernhard. He takes the snap. He's going to throw again. And it's deflected and incomplete, broken up by Seven Allen. 
Third and two coming up. 9.20 to go in the game. Lex can get a stop here. That'll that'll be big for, that'll for be the momentum. Huge, huge because even if they go three and out on the next drive, they could take up two or three minutes. If they just keep the ball on the ground, clock is very much the Minutemen friend tonight. Third and two, Bernhard, empty backfield, bobbles the snap. He doesn't have time to get it out of there, and Braden Fogel's going to chase him down into the sideline. Minutemen are going to get a sack, and Aiden Nickel was over there as well. It's a great pursuit there by the Minutemen defense, just getting the backfield and force him over to the sideline. And you know what really hurt Bernhard there? He bobbled the snap, and by the time he got control of it, nobody was open down the field, and it totally disrupted the timing of the play. Braden Fogel got in there, chased him down, and Biggers finished it off. And now it's fourth and nine, and Ashland's going to go for it. This could be the game, even with nine minutes left. That rain is pouring down now on fourth down. Bernhard throws it. It's almost picked off by Caudell. Incomplete. Minutemen ball on a turnover on downs. They're going to have it at the Ashland 32-yard line. Caudill did a great job there, just reading the eyes of the quarterback, moving with it, and almost had that pick. And that was very similar to the pass that Corbin Green picked off a little bit ago. And Caudell almost had one of his own. Now the Minutemen will take over deep in Ashland territory, 9.08 to go. And the rain is pouring down, and if the Minutemen can score here, this thing is over. But the first priority is to get this clock rolling. 17 to nothing, Minutemen. And again, they'll take over at the Ashland 33. Caudell in the pistol to start this drive. He's going to keep it off the left side and lower his shoulder out to the 30, a gain of three, and it gets the clock rolling. And now Joey Caudell on the night is up to 21 carries for 135 yards. Oh, and the lights just turned back off again. Oh, no. I look down for one second, and the lights go out again. 8.49 to go in the game. The lights are out again. I'm not even going to sit around here and try to kill time talking. We're going to go straight into a break. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we won't get out of here after all. I jinxed us earlier. 17-0 Minutemen. They've got the ball. 8.49 to go in the game. Lights go out again here at Lex. We'll see if they can fix it again on fearthevillage.com. It's been a painful 45 minutes, but here we are. So with 38 seconds to go in the third quarter, the lights went out here at Lexington. We had about a 25-minute delay. Then the first play right out of the timeout, Ashland threw an interception to Mason Green. It was Lexington ball. They started marching down the field. Then with 8.49 to go in the game, the lights went out again, and now here we are. They're back on the field and ready to go. It is second and seven. Lex at the Ashland 30. Caudell in the pistol. He takes. He's going to keep it off the left side. He's going to get across the 30 and down to the 28-yard line. That'll set up a third and five. So if you're still with us, thank you for bearing with us tonight. If you left and went home and are listening to us, I don't blame you. There is not a lot of people left in the crowd. 
Here we go, third and five. Caudell in the pistol again from the 28-yard line. Clock is rolling. We're under eight minutes to go, and hopefully the game ends before the lights go out again. Caudell takes the snap. He's going to fling it to the right side. It's seven Allen. Makes a man miss and makes another man miss and finally gets tackled by about five arrows. He's actually going to end up losing two yards out of that, maybe just one yard. And it'll bring up a fourth down. And from here on a night like this, I fully believe Will Perkins could make a field goal from here on a normal night. On a night like this, though, I would not send him out there. So all, all kinds of issues that could go wrong with the snap. He could slip as he goes to plant to kick it. So they are going to go for it here, fourth and six. If they get a first down here, that should be the game because they have a 17-0 lead, and we're going to be under seven minutes to go here in just a second. Caudell in the pistol, fourth down. He's going to throw near sideline, and Braden Fogle with a great grab down at the 20. First down, Minutemen. He went up and grabbed that ball and just came down with it. That was, that was wild. He really did pinpoint that thing, and he just snagged it in. And down to the 20. The Minutemen are in the red zone again. The State Farm red zone brought to you by our local agent, Gary Fagan. And the Minutemen now can let that clock roll. 6.50 to go. With a 17-0 lead, they'll send two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. And the pistol, Markel Martin, is the back. Joey Caudell, first and 10. He takes, he gives. Markel Martin dances up the middle, breaks a tackle, and gets a push. He's going to get across the 15 and down to about the 14, a gain of six. He likes doing a good job of just running the ball, keeping the clock moving, getting this game. And we've got a flag coming in late. Not sure if, was that a substitution? penalty on Ashland maybe or maybe someone said something to the referee as they ran off the field all I know is the more time we take to call this penalty the more likely it is the lights are going to go back out we need to get this game over with unsportsmanlike conduct on the defense that's got to be because someone from Ashland said something to the referee there was certainly no extracurricular activity between the two teams I think someone said something that the ref did not appreciate. That's going to move the ball all the way down for the Minutemen inside the 10 to the Ashland 7, and that's going to be a free first down. And now it's going to be first and goal Minutemen with 6.17 to go in the ballgame, 17 to nothing lead. Trying to get into the playoffs. They have to win tonight to do it. Caudell with it first and goal at the seven. He's in the pistol with Markel Martin as the back. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. They're just letting this clock roll down. The play clock is at 10. Caudell sends Dreibelbiss in motion. First and goal from the seven. He takes the pistol snap. Caudell, he's going to run it off the left side. He's got the edge. Touchdown, Minutemen. They extend the lead, and that should be it. What a great run there by, by Joey Caudill. Just off the left side, had a wide open hole, got into the end zone. That's what you like to see. So Joey now, 
with 23 carries for 144 yards and now a touchdown. Will Perkins on the night is two for two on extra points. He also has a 24-yard field goal to his name. The snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. And Will Perkins sneaks it through the right upright, and it is good. 24 to nothing. The Minutemen have done it with big plays tonight. And they have a big lead here with 5.50 to go in the ballgame on fearthevillage.com. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch, but what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Gary Fagan here in Mansfield can switch you over so you can start saving today. Gary and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With State Farm agent Gary Fagan, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Back here at Lexington where the Minutemen are getting set to kick off after their third touchdown of the night. They lead it 24 to nothing. And that was the first score for either team in the second half. Obviously, Ashland hasn't scored. That was the first score of the second half. Men led this thing 17 to nothing going into halftime. Not a lot of action in the third quarter. And then these delays because of the lights. We've had two light delays tonight. The lights have gone out. And that's really slowed down the pace of the offense here in the second half. A great kick down the far sideline by Will Perkins is going to be picked up. And now here go the arrows down the far sideline. Cutting back into the middle of the field. It's Sauter. And no, it's Baith. He's going to take this thing down to the 10. And Will Perkins is going to tackle him at the 5. What a great tackle there from uh, Will Perkins. Chasing him down the sideline and kind of just wrestling him down to the ground. Yeah, touchdown saving tackle by the kicker there with 5.33 to go. They're going to mark this thing down at the three. So it's a good thing the Minutemen are up 24 to nothing because that is a huge momentum shifter. But the Arrows now only have 5.33 to go to try to get back in this thing. But they're going to start this drive at the three-yard line first and goal. Three wide receivers go off to the left. One to the right spots is going to be the back on the hip of Bern, uh, Bernhard. They'll hand it off, though, and a false start. Spots jumped early, and that's going to bring the arrows back to the eight now, and that's a huge penalty. So now it's going to be first and goal at the eight-yard line for the arrows. Minutemen up 24 to nothing, 5.31 to go in the game. Brings up first and eight. And from the eight-yard line, first and goal arrows. I'd say the biggest concern now is getting this clock rolling before the lights go out for a third time. First and goal from the eight, Bernhard in the shotgun. He's going to give to spots up the middle, and the Minutemen are going to wrestle him down, but he got five Terrible yards, a big push there before the Minutemen could get him. And they'll mark him down at the five, and officially that'll be a gain of four. 
So Caden Spots leads the way for the Arrows rushing 14 carries, 84 yards. Clock is rolling. Arrows getting into the huddle here. They're not showing any signs of picking up the pace. I was just about to say, you would think that they would show a little bit of uh, urgency here. Yeah, under five minutes to go. Second and goal from the five. Bernhard sends Baith in motion. He's going to give it to him. A little jet sweep. And the Minutemen have it bottled up for no gain. And it was Aiden Nickel in there. Third and five. Yeah, Nickel came unblocked off the corner to take down the running back there. And that's the second sweep for Baith. And on both carries, he has not gotten a yard. Two carries for no yards for Gabe Baith. Third and goal from the five. I mean, this would just be the cherry on top for the Minutemen tonight if they could get a goal line stand to end this game. Here we go. Third and goal from the five. Bernhard takes the snap. He's looking left. Now he's going to roll right. He's got room to roll right. Now he's going to throw. Corner of the end zone wide open. Spots is down there. Touchdown. Arrows. And they'll have to go for two to try to make this a two-score game. And that was Spots' first catch of the night. So right after you think the Minutemen put this thing away for good, Ashland does manage to score quickly. They still have a lot of work to do, though. They'll go for two. 24-6 now. Lex on top, 4.06 to go. And Ashland... They better hurry up here. They're going to have to waste a timeout on the two-point conversion, and they certainly do not want to start using timeouts. Five on the play clock, and they finally, they're not even set yet. Four, three, two, and here we go, the two-point conversion. They get the snap off, and in the end zone, it's caught. Bernhard completes a pass for the first time tonight to Austin Downing. At 4.06. I'm surprised they ended up getting that playoff right there. Took the clock all the way down to one second. So that makes it 24 to eight. So certainly not over yet. I mean, it was looking like it was. If the Minutemen were able to get a stop on that kick return back at the 20, this game probably would have been over. Instead, Ashland returns it all the way down to the three. They get a touchdown. They get the two-point conversion. Now it's 24 to eight with 4.06 to go. So Corey, what would you do here? Would you come out and kick an onside kick? I mean, I would assume you have to. Yeah, I mean, pretty much have to. Even with all three timeouts, you can't really risk giving the ball back to Lexington. And because if Lexington gets the ball here and gets a first down, this thing's pretty much over. Yeah, one first down is definitely gonna end the game. So, yeah, you got to onside kick it, but Ashland, in theory, even if Lex recovers, they could stop the clock three times, get the ball back, but then they, they'd have to score twice with no timeouts and probably three and a half minutes. That's, I mean, to put it simply, I think if Lexington recovers this, the game should be over, barring a major catastrophe. So Caden Spots, who just scored that touchdown, will tee it up. I 
think Ashland might try to kick this down this near sideline. There's nobody down here, and if they could run fast enough, nope, they're going to onside. Kick it to the right, and Gage Powell is going to jump on it at the 50. He didn't even bobble it. Great job by the hands team. Gage Powell, who's played wide receiver all year, he gets his hands on it. No doubt about that one. That was a clean onside kick recovery. First and 10-minute men at the 50. 4.05 to go. Each team has all three timeouts. Minutemen, though, up 24-8 to eight with a chance to salt this game away. And hopefully at the end of the night, we'll go on joeidle.com, and if the Minutemen get a win, we'll know within an hour if they're going to the playoffs for sure and where they would be going. First and 10 Minutemen. They'll go empty backfield for Joey Caudell. He's going to take it right up the middle, no gain. But at least he forces Ashland to use a timeout. And after 45 minutes of commercials during our delays, I will not take it to a commercial again for all of your sanity at home. 3.59 to go in the ballgame. Lex 24, Ashland 8. Ashland just used their first time out of the game to stop the clock. Now, even if they do get a stop here and force Lex to punt, the Minutemen theoretically could pin the arrows deep, and they would have to use a lot of clock to try to get down the field with no timeouts. Here we go. Second and 10 out of the timeout. Caudell in the pistol. He's got Mason Green as the back behind him. Sends Carter Newman in motion. They'll fake a give to Carter. Now Caudell's going to keep it off the left side. He's going to get four down to the Ashland 46 and another timeout. So with that last carry, that's Joey Caudell's 25th carry tonight. He's got 148 yards and a touchdown. Markel Martin has added seven carries for 29 yards, and Mason Green has three carries for 13 yards and a touchdown. Seven Allen also got in there with one carry for two yards. So the Minutemen have run it 36 times tonight, 192 yards and two touchdowns. They've also thrown the ball tonight just nine times, but Joey Caudell has completed five of those for 26 yards. to go. Out of the timeout, Ashland only has one left. Caudell in the pistol. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Hard count. Nobody jumps. Ashland almost jumped, though. Now Joey looks over for a new play, and they'll get it. Still in the pistol. Third and six at the 46. Caudell takes. He hands it off. Moving right is Mason Green. And he's going to be brought down all the way back at the 50, a loss of four. But Ashland has to use that third timeout. So 
So Lexington accomplishes the goal of forcing Ashland to use all three timeouts. However, they don't get the big first down they needed to put the game away. Yeah, but you still got to feel good being Lex. I mean, up 24 to 8, you're going to give them the ball back. They're not going to have very good field position. You know, we've talked about it all night. Wind's playing a factor. Rain kind of stopped, but there might still be some, you know, mist coming down out there. But you got to feel good if you're Lexington. I mean, as long as you can get this punt snap cleanly and Markel Martin can get a good punt out of there, I think I think you do feel good if you're the Minutemen here. Ashland will get the ball here with no timeouts, so they're going to have to march all the way down the field here without stopping the clock. Now, if you're Markel Martin... I mean, I'm sure he's been told to kick it towards the sideline, but I think if you're Markel Martin, I would worry about distance more than I would angling this thing. If you can just get this thing down inside the 15-yard line, you're golden if you're the Minutemen defense. So here we go. He'll snap it from the 49, and the arrow's jumped. That's going to be an offside on the arrow, so that'll give the Minutemen a little more yardage. Oh, and they're going to say it was a false start on the Minutemen. I think every Minuteman on the field right now is in disbelief. It looked like Ashland jumped. I'm in disbelief. I thought that the, the arrows jumped as well. So that actually hurts Lex. That'll push him back five more yards, and now they're going to have to snap this thing from their own 44. Markel Martin is standing at his own 30. 3.43 to go. The clock right now is not moving because we're coming out of a timeout. A good snap. Markel gets a good one away. This is going to be caught, and a great coverage tackle by Mason Green. It was caught by Sauter, and he didn't go anywhere. Mason Green was there, and Sauter's actually hurt. Again, we say his name again. Mason Green has been huge tonight for Lexington. He's come up big in all the most important moments of this game. He's got a touchdown offensively. He's got an interception and now a great punt coverage tackle by Mason Green. And that'll set up Ashland at their own 22. So here we go. No timeouts left for the Arrows. 3.34 to go. Lex up uh, 24-8. to eight. Bernhard and the shotgun is going to take the snap and roll right. He's going to throw right. And it's incomplete. He threw it out in front of his receiver. And it was nowhere near the receiver on the near sideline. And the intended receiver down here on the near sideline, Dakota Crudy, sophomore. So now it's second and 10, Ashland at their own 22. Turnover in any way here, a turnover or a turnover on downs. And Lexington will be able to run the clock out. On second down, Bernhard's going to throw near side. It's caught. Baith is not going to break the tackle. Cam Boozer got him at the line of scrimmage. No gain. And he stayed in bounds there, so the clock is going to keep on rolling. Exactly. Good point. They'll give him one. So Baith has had a quiet night tonight. Four catches, 21 yards is all he's done. And now that clock is rolling. Like Ryan said, and we are under three minutes to go. It's third and nine. At the 23, Bernhard empty backfield, takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run up the middle. He's going to throw, and it's incomplete into the sideline. Fourth down coming up, and we've got a flag after the play, 
And I think the Minutemen are saying it's on them, and I don't think... Bernhard was not on the ground. The Minutemen didn't take him down. When I looked over, it looked like one of the arrows was standing over top of one of the Minutemen, maybe taunting. But they're going to call this on the Minutemen. A personal foul. I'm not sure what happened, but that's going to be 15 yards. I think it might be on – I'm not sure who it was on, but whoever was going to grab the quarterback held on to him for a little bit too long, I think. I, I want to say it was Aiden Nickel down there. So that's going to be a free first down out to the 38-yard line, 2.51 to go. Still, though, no timeouts for Ashland. 2.51. And no timeouts is not a long time to score twice. Bernhard, empty backfield again, five wide, takes the snap, flings it out. It's a screen on the far side, and... Out to the 45 is Crudy. That's his first catch of the night. Be a gain of seven. Second and three. Clock is rolling, though. That's the most important thing from the 45. They'll throw, and the far sideline, it's broken up. And Hughes, Dontrell Hughes with a play over there on the far sideline. Third and three coming up from the 45. Third and three, actually, from the 45-yard line. So 2.24 to go. It's third and three from the 45. Bernhard, five wide again. He takes the snap. He's going to throw near sideline, and it was caught. It's a first down at the 49, a gain of four. But Sauter had to dive to make the grab, so he wasn't able to run with it. And now the clock's going to roll, 2.15 to go. Bernhard waiting for everyone to get set, and he's just going to spike it and make it second and 10. Yeah, and on that last play, Braden Fogel got into the backfield pretty quickly, and I think he might have even got a piece of that ball. I think you're right. Ryan, and that's why I think Sauter had to come back and kind of dive to make the grab. So second and 10 now after they spike it and kill the clock. 2.12 to go. It's 24-8 to eight Lexington. Ball is at the Ashland 48. Three wide to the left, two to the right. And a timeout Lexington. That's their first timeout of the half. We'll take just a quick one with them. So I can catch my breath. 2.12 to go. Lex up 24-8 to on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, I think the bigger thing here, Lexington has the lead 24-8, but will they get the game in without the lights going out again? I think they just need to get going here and get this clock rolling. The lights go out again. Well, I don't know what I would do, but I'd be upset. 
Second and 10, Bernhard's going to throw, and it's complete down here to the 35. That's going to be a gain of 17. That's France, his fifth catch of the night for 32 yards, and they'll spike it again with two minutes to go. So that'll bring up a second and 10 here. Bernhard now to 14 completions on 24 attempts. Only 90 yards. Of course, the conditions tonight have just not been good ones to throw. Second and 10, Ashland at the Lex 35. Bernhard takes the snap. He's looking. He's going to try one deep to the end zone, and it is incomplete down at the five, and we've got a flag back here at the 40. I think it's going to be a holding on the arrows. Good job in coverage by the Minutemen deep. And it is coming back. It's going to be a hold on the arrows. With all things considered in that play, you know, Lexington got got to the quarterback, but man, he put up a good ball to his receivers. So this will push Ashland all the way back to the 45 now. It's going to be second and 20. 152 to go. Minutemen up 24 to 8. And even those eight points Ashland got was not until just a couple minutes ago. So Lex has played pretty good defense all night. Three wide to the left, two to the right. Bernhard in the shotgun. He sends a man in motion. Second and 20 from the 45. He's back to pass. Now he's going to run to the left. Now he's going to throw. Far sideline. He's got a man, but it was caught in bounds. That's going to be a 12-yard gain. Pass is complete to a lemon. Jaden Coyne. Goings with his second catch of the night. Third down and eight. Ashland can't afford to spike it here, so they're hurrying up to the line. They'll take the snap. Here we go, third and eight. Bernhard throws, and it's caught. Spots down to the 20, down to the 15. Breaking tackles down to the 13. And they're going to say he did make it to the boundary, I think. And it'll be first down. And 10, they gave him the 14, so a gain of 20. Only the second catch by Spots tonight. Now the clock. Well, now a whistle. And they spiked it. Or did they? Yeah, they spiked it. I looked down for one second to look at my stat sheet. I looked up and I heard a whistle. So Ashland spiked it there to make it second and 10 from the 14-yard line. 116 to go. No timeouts left for Ashland. Two timeouts left for Lex. On second and 10, Bernhard back to pass. He's being rushed. They miss a sack, and now he gets out of there and tries to throw, and it's deflected and incomplete. It was tipped at the line by Cooper Dreibelbus. Man, Brayden Fogel was in there, but he missed Bernhard, and Bernhard was able to get out of there, but Cooper Dreibelbus all over him, incomplete. One ten to go, third and 10. Ashland at the Lex 14, 24 to eight, Lexington on top. Ashland trying to score again here though. Bernhard takes the snap, he's back, launches, corner of the end zone, it's tipped, 
and grabbed. It was tipped up in the air by Seven Allen, and then it was grabbed for a touchdown by Goings. He barely got both feet He did. In the back of the end zone, Lexington said it was incomplete. The referee ruled it complete. And now we've got a little bit of a game on our hands. It's a good thing that Ashland couldn't move the ball this well, you know, all night. This could have been a different story. I and mean, they've been just driving lately. So that is their second touchdown in the last five minutes, but they do have to get this two-point conversion to make this a one-score game, and Lex is going to use a timeout. So they'll have one left. If Lex gets a stop here, game is over. Because it would still be two scores with only a minute left and no timeouts for Ashland. If Ashland gets this two-point conversion, then they're only an onside kick away from really having a shot to tie this thing up. I'm not sure we could afford overtime either with the lights. The lights are bound to go out again at this point because it's been a long time since they did. So they've gone out twice tonight, and between the first and second time the lights went out, it was only about 10 minutes. It's been well over that since the last time they went out, so we're uh, pushing our luck here. 102 to go. Ashland going for the two-point conversion out of the timeout here. So the only team with a timeout left is Lexington, and they only have one. So here we go. Bernard's going to line up with five wide for the two-point try. He takes the snap. He's going to look right and throw right. Corner of the end zone, and it is broken up and incomplete. Gage Powell with the coverage in the end zone. And it was a great play. And now the Minutemen up 10 are just going to have to recover an onside kick and take an E. Yeah, the Minutemen one onside kick away from making it to the playoffs. Most likely. Most likely, yeah. We'll have to check the math on joeidle.com. It's looking good for the Minutemen, but. This will definitely be a step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, they definitely couldn't have gotten in without a win tonight. Had to win tonight, had to get a little help, but a lot of people talking about that 16 seed as a likelihood. We'll have to check later. But even, you know, regardless of the playoff picture, this is the first time the Minutemen have finished with even a 500 record since Cade Stover's senior year. So it's been five years for the Minutemen since they've at least won five games. That would be a huge milestone to reach for Coach Saris in his second year as a coach, trying to get this thing turned back around. So, yes, we hope they make the playoffs, but even if for whatever mathematical reason, even if they don't make it, still nothing to hang your head about if you're a minute man this year on the football team, if you can finish this game and finish 5-5. Five and five. Now, of course, we want to be playing next week, but – a lot of things the Minutemen can be proud of this year, regardless. We'll see if they can finish this one off. 102 to go, and here comes the onside kick from Spots. Everybody's lined up and ready to go. Minutemen up by 10. Spots will kick it over to the near sideline, and it goes way out of bounds. That thing wasn't even close, and the Minutemen are just going to have to take a knee and get out of here. 
And as soon as the clock hits zero, we'll keep it right here and get through this post-game show due to all the delays tonight. We'll get you out of here, and we'll get out of here, and we'll go eat. Yeah, Corey will finally get those tacos you've been talking about all night. Well, we hope. So 102 to go. Minutemen will have to take two kneel downs here. Minutemen take over first and ten from the 45 yard line. Joey Caudell in his first year as the commander of this Lexington offense, a sophomore quarterback, is going to take the Minutemen to a five and five record for the first time in five years. And all he has to do now is take two knees. He's in the shotgun. And he takes it. They're actually going to hand it off. And up the middle, Cooper Dreibelbiss is going to get a carry on senior night. And he'll get seven yards. So the senior getting a carry there, and now the Minutemen will take a knee. We're down to 35 seconds left. And they take a knee, and that is it. And the Minutemen, for the first time in five years, are going to end the season with a 500 record. They're going to win tonight against Ashland, 24-14. to It's also the first time the Minutemen have beat Ashland since we've been doing this on fearthevillage.com. So a very happy moment for us. And a great win. And just such resilience for this Minuteman Ball Club all year long. Such a proud moment, I'm sure, for Coach Saris. And the Minutemen finish 5-5 five and five and finish above 500 in the conference with a 4-3 and three record this year. So we'll just head straight into the BP Electric postgame show. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Corey Durbin with you here. We'll start with stats in just a moment. As the team shake hands, and we finally end this game tonight. After two major delays for the lights going out, all right, we'll get you final stats. Minutemen rushing tonight. They did it 37 times as a team for 188 yards and two touchdowns. Individually, uh, Seven Allen ran it one time for two yards. But leading the way for the Minutemen with the uh, player of the game, the BP Electric player of the game, Joey Caudell, 25 carries, 148 yards, one touchdown. Markel Martin, seven carries, 29 yards. Mason Green, four carries, nine yards, and a touchdown. Passing tonight for the Minutemen, Caudell 5 for 9, 26 yards. And receiving tonight, leading the way in yardage, Braden Fogle, two catches, 21 yards. Seven Allen had two catches for two yards. And Cooper Dreibelbiss, one catch for three yards. Also, Cooper Dreibelbiss did have a carry for seven yards. The Minutemen also scored on a fumble recovery in the end zone by Bryston Hess. 
All three extra points tonight by Will Perkins were good, and Will Perkins also added a field goal of 24 yards. Sacks tonight. Cooper Dreibelbus had one. Aiden Nickel had two. David Biggers had one. Braden Fogle had one. And Mason Green had the only interception for the Minutemen tonight. A great game defensively for the Minutemen. For the Arrows, uh, rushing as a team, 23 carries, 115 yards. Spots was leading the way for the Minutemen, or for the uh, Arrows tonight. Caden Spots, 14 carries, 84 yards. It was Nathan Bernhardt, six carries, 24 yards. Gabe Baith, two carries for no yards. And... Also getting into the action with one carry tonight, Michael Franz, one carry, seven yards. Passing tonight, Bernhard was 17 for 29 for the Arrows, 59%, 136 yards through the air. He did have a touchdown to Caden Spots. Uh, receiving tonight, uh, Spots, two carries, 25 yards, or uh, two receptions, excuse me, for 25 yards. Gabe Baith, four receptions, 21 yards. Um, it was Tyler Sauter. Two catches, 12 yards. Michael Franz led the way tonight for the Arrows. Six carries, 40, or six receptions, 46 yards. I keep wanting to say carries for some reason. Jaden Goings, two catches, 25 yards. And rounding out the receiving, Dakota Crudy, one catch for seven yards. So the Minutemen win tonight, 24 to 14. They improved to five and five on the year. They finish the conference. Four and three this year, first winning uh, record in the conference since 2018. And just a lot of milestones completed tonight for the Minutemen. And congratulations to Coach Saris. And still a lot of young talent on this ball club moving forward. Ashland will fall to five and five. They will end the conference three and four. So Lexington finishes ahead of Ashland in the conference this year. Just another small thing, but something to build on for next year, certainly. Uh, we'll know... Here in just a little bit, whether or not Lexington makes it into the playoffs, and if they do, we'll know where they're going, and we will uh, put that out on our social media pages. And uh, uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Fear the Village um, and check in on that later. Just a couple scores. I'll just go over the OCC stuff so we can get you out of here. Uh, tonight, Dover beats New Philly 20-13. Mansfield Sr. goes 7-0 in the conference and wins the OCC outright with a perfect record. 34-0 over Madison tonight. West Holmes shuts out Mount Vernon 62-0, and Worcester wins a non-conference game tonight to end the season, 33-28 over Talawanda. I want to thank my lovely wife for braving the cold and rain tonight. She does a great job week in and week out for us bringing you all the content uh, that you see on social media, on our social media pages, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at BSBN Radio. Um, she just does a great job. And although the weather has been fantastic for her this year, tonight it was miserable. And she had to be down there for an extra hour at least because of those light delays. Uh, the lights went out twice here tonight if you're just tuning in. Um, so that added another hour. We would have been out of here probably right around 9 o'clock tonight had the lights stayed on. They didn't. We're still here, but thank you to her for braving it out. Thank you to my broadcast partner tonight, Ryan Mercurio, making his first uh, appearance on VSBN Radio as a color commentator, and I'm sure we'll see more of him uh, in the years to come, both in basketball and football, so he may become – a familiar voice 
And uh, as always, I don't know if we'll be back next week. So I want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, BP Electric, State Farm, uh, with Agent Gary Fagan, uh, the um, firefighter bingo over at the Fire Museum on 4th Street in Mansfield. Um, Who else? Life Support Team, thank you to them for being there uh, since our first season. Um, Of course, BP Electric, they're the big one. Um, I mentioned them already, but I will always mention them. Jen Poth has been nothing but good to me, and I appreciate her so much. So thank you to BP Electric as well. Thank you to Joshua Kennedy. If you need a realtor and you're looking to sell or buy a home, he's the guy for you. Check him out. Uh, You can find all of his information on our website down at the bottom of vsbnradio.com. So just thank you to all of our sponsors for doing what they do and helping us succeed and and, – Helping us put up, hopefully, a good product for all of you at home week in and week out. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. If the Minutemen make the playoffs, it'll certainly be a road game. We will not be here at Lexington, so this is the final time tonight uh, here at Lexington this season, I should say. And uh, it's been a fun one. Five and five record, couple ups, some downs, a lot of good games. And that's all you can ask for in high school sports. You just want a competitive team to go out there and play hard. And the Minutemen have certainly done that this year. Extremely proud of them. And uh, hopefully they'll be playing in week 11. We'll know soon. We'll get that out on our social media. Tune in there and we'll let you know. But one final time this season, I'm Corey Durbin saying thank you so much for being there all year with us and uh, allowing us to do what we do and sit up here and scream and holler for a bunch of high school kids. It is a lot of fun, and we hope you enjoy it. Lexington, a winner tonight on senior night. Their first win over Ashland in quite a while. They finished the year 5-5, five and 4-3, five, and three, a winning record in conference play, and they do it 24-14. to 14. We hope to talk to you next week. If not, we'll see you when basketball season starts, and I believe that is December 6th. Either way, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everybody.